Because Zack Snyder, that man knows how to make things look cool. Everybody has a thing. thing with Henry Cavill, but my <laughs> mine is like fear. Watch Superman smashy smash things. Batman get angry. I'm going to get back on track. I swear I am. But boy, you look really good with those flames behind you, son. Please help. Help me. Help me help. And somebody can smell my shirt. Smell my shirt and go. <laughs> Speaking of themes theme. and scores. Oh, man. Yeah. Yes. The second it comes on, you just feel relief and joy and glee and... Welcome to an epic episode. Four hours long, people. Yes. Four hours long. This is a director's cut. Get your popcorn. We're going to get all the backstories. All of them. Uh, In case you have been living under a rock in the past year. um, Or in the sea. Yes, or in the sea. Or, you know, we're not going to judge. You could have been... Hiding in your dad's apartment, or on because an you've island been experimented with on near superpower level strength. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about uh, Zack Snyder's DC trilogy, uh, specifically. If you don't know the movies that we're referring to, it is Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, longest title ever, extended edition. Yes, I was going to specify that. We will not be discussing the theatrical cut because it's trash. We'll be discussing uh, the extended edition, the director's cut. Will you say trash one more time? Trash. We could end there. I'd be happy. So, and then Zack Snyder's Justice League Snyder cut, the four-hour epic that was released not too long ago. We'll be discussing these three, three films, and we will week and fleek them. Uh, we might get into a discussion of the overall thing that's going on here, and maybe we'll do a fun four-hour bonus episode where we spin out all the hypotheticals. So, let us begin. What is your week? And if we are not on the same page... You know, I thought long and hard about this... Uh, but I'm going to have to go with Justice League. No, you're not. <laughs> Just like I can hear the ripples, uh, the podcast audience going, what? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just kidding. Ain't nobody saying that. Um, My week is Man of Steel. How could you? It's my week, too. Mm-hmm. It's totally Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's go beat up on Man of Steel. And I'm so happy, too, because if you've been a, a long, a long time listener, you know that I have a thing. With Henry Cavill, like oh, everybody has a thing. thing with Henry Cavill, but my <laughs> mine is like fear, and um, <laughs> this was the origin of her fear. This is the origin of my fear, because in this, in his favor, not entirely his fault. Mm. I think he was cast wrong at the beginning in Man of Steel. At that point, when it was released, I felt that he was cast wrong. The chemistry between Superman and Lois Lane is absolutely forced and it's like well you're lois lane and i'm superman so we should hook up right we must love and she's like "Mm, you're superman man i want to get your story so let's hook up it it just is is why that's just not earned it was never earned the kiss that happens is forced like there's zero romance 
Um, I feel like it's developed later to a certain extent, but as far as during Man of Steel goes, it was just like, all right, if you're not going to do it right, why do it at all? Just save that for another film. Right. Why even have them even pretend to be in love at this point? Why not just have them be... Friends. Friends. They could have totally been friends. Right. They could have developed a friendship. And you know what? I would have been okay with Man of Steel if that had been the case. That's not the only aspect of the film. However, it was enough for it to put it at the bottom for me when I saw it the first time. And I was like, what is this? Mm. I will say... This is not the worst Superman movie. I will not say anything <laughs> beyond that because if we do, open up that can then of worms. I will go on a four-hour rant. Put your seatbelt on. Uh, on the worst <laughs> Superman film, so we won't do that to you. I'll just say this isn't the worst and leave it there. Um, I agree with you. the The Lois and Clark um, chemistry is is very weak. Um, but that's not my biggest beef with this film. My biggest beef with this film can be summed up in one single scene. Zod and Soups are fighting in Metropolis. Old Zoddy Zod picks up a tanker truck and throws it at Soups. He jumps over the tanker truck. Does not attempt to stop it. Does not attempt to impede its progress in any way it smashes into a building and destroys that building and kills who knows how many people and he basks in the light of the explosion and looks super cool and in that moment i'm like you are not superman you are not you are not you are not because if you watch superman 2 and christopher reeve is not the have all end all of superman but there's a moment kind of similar where an evil Kryptonian is trying to make a tanker truck, truck explode. And what does he do? He uses every daggum trick in his book to stop that tanker from exploding because he does not want innocent people to get hurt. That is his number one priority is to try and avoid harm to other people. And this movie was more concerned with looking cool because mm-hmm. Zack Snyder... That man knows how to make things look cool. He knows visually he has a gift. Um, And I will grant him that. But in Man of Steel especially, he sacrifices the character for the spectacle. And that was my biggest beef. That's a huge problem, especially since Zack Snyder spent so long building Superman up as this this Christ archetype. this, This savior of... And like, well, then where... Where where is that? Right, and all he, sc- he screened the movie to churches and to pastors what? before releasing it because that's how heavily he was leaning into the Christ archetype. So uh, this is this is this is an interesting point, especially when you consider it next to Batman versus Superman, because this is Batman's whole mm-hmm. reason for going after Superman in the first place, because. Basically, Superman, uh, yay, is going in to save the day, but all these innocent people end up getting hurt. And so, are you really as great as you say? And so, then, of course, all that Batman versus Superman craziness begins in that. Right. And so, for a setup for Batman and Superman, it works well, right? And maybe that was the whole plan. I don't know. But in for a for a movie by itself existing in isolation, which it very well could have, 
Um, it's terrible. Do you think that's? Do you think this is showing the quote unquote human side of him and his development into Superman right. at that point? Like he can make mistakes. He's right. not. He's not found his footing. I mean, we could give him that kind of grace, right? But does he deserve it? Is shouldn't Superman be super? Shouldn't he be looking out for the little guy? Yeah. And I I feel like as far as Maybe maybe that argument is a good one because the whole rest of the film, you know, he's got both both of his dads in his ear right. teaching him who he is and where he's come from and why he should protect other people. And or so, why he shouldn't. And okay. Kevin Costner, anyone? Yeah. Giving the most bizarre Jonathan Kent of all time. That was bizarre. And why did you go get the dog and then just stand there? Yeah. Looking at your son. And your son has super speed. He could literally run and grab you and take you back and no one would have seen. But you are compelled to kill yourself for what? So that he could show his son that you don't have to be... You don't have to use your talents, your gifts. That and okay, Mm-mm. until you're ready. Until yeah, that's absolutely insane. First of all, that's insane. Right. Um, and like you need to check yourself. Yeah, and um, Jonathan Kent suggesting that he should have let a bus full of kids die. Yeah. So as to not expose himself. And then, furthermore, later on, you need both both sets of ideas in your head that you're going to be super savior guy but also you know check yourself don't sacrifice yourself right for you need both of those really yeah and and you know if you're going to go with the whole christ metaphor who is jonathan kent is he satan um (laughs) i mean and that sounds harsh but what he's because he's he's not saying don't be super He's just saying, wait for the right moment. But when is the right moment? And don't and, expose yourself. And don't sacrifice and don't, yourself. And don't sacrifice yourself and, and don't put That's yourself That's absolutely at not a Christ archetype. And and none of those things mesh, right? It's so contradictory. And as good as Kevin Costner is, and it was a good... Like Jonathan Kent and Kevin Costner, that, that sounds right. Like when I heard that casting, I was like, yeah, I can see that. I can get behind that. And then, but the choices they made with him were so bizarre and very unsettling. Um, he True. And you want to be different, you choose something else. Right. Hey, how about you focus your energy on creating an interesting love story? How about that? And then you got Russell Crowe, who actually I, I rather liked. He, he worked for me as Jarrell. He did a good job as dad. Yeah, um, he did. I like Diane Lane. She did a good job. I always like her. I honestly can I can I just be real here though? Diane Lane, Lois Lane. I I would rather see that than Amy Adams as Lois Lane. <laughs> okay. I I think she yeah. I <laughs> yeah, I would have preferred I that. like Amy Adams. We've just had this discussion yes. in another podcast recently too. I like Amy Adams and then I watch her on film and I'm like yeah, I don't like that so much. So then I question, do I really like Amy Adams? I don't know. She's not the worst Lois Lane. I don't. <laughs> but, 
but they did they did not they did not get her right they didn't didn't. get superman right in this film they did not get lois lane right i don't think they've ever gotten amy adams lois lane right in any of these three films because she never has she's too much the damsel and lois lane at her best is never really completely the damsel there's always this fire and this steel and this feistiness and this fight. Um, and I don't think that it's not that Amy Adams isn't capable of that. I think she's capable plenty, but they don't they don't explore that side of the character. And I think it does her a disservice. So, yeah, Man of Steel all around like there are parts of it. Obviously, Zack Snyder can paint a beautiful palette. Um, clearly it seems to have been a setup for bigger things. Um, but as, as a product in and of itself by itself in isolation, it's not a good movie. I will say though, yes, on all your points, I will say though, I watched this again for this podcast after I swore I would never watch it again (laughs) after I watched it the first time. And I was like, I don't understand. I don't understand what just happened. I liked it better this time. Yeah. But it took other films happening first for me to get to that point. You do have a really good Zod in here. I did like him as Zod. He was he was good. How'd you feel about Superman breaking his neck? I had no problem with it. It's the bajillion people that died before he broke his neck that I had a problem with. Mm-hmm. So the idea that he balks at taking his life when he has jumped over a tanker truck and that alone took I don't know how many lives but then again to his defense he's got his earth dad in his ear going hey don't make a spectacle don't make a spectacle of yourself but boy you look really good with those flames behind you son (laughs) that's a great shot it's, it's a muddled message for sure beautiful Hans Zimmer score I like the music, but it's Hans Zimmer, so... He's great, but honestly, I don't remember it. Really? You don't remember the Superman theme? No. I actually... the super It's playing in my head right now. So, um, I, I, I like the Superman theme. Uh, I, John Williams all the way, just that, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, John, John Williams' Superman score is inarguable, but let's... John Williams, in general, arguable. So, um, yeah, I think we've beaten this one sufficiently. Enough. We broke its neck. Yeah, we broke its neck, and now. So just a second. But we are not um, crying about it. No, Batman versus Superman. I'd like to talk about for just a second <laughs> because you said it's trash. I, I, you know, I I wonder what her fleek is going to be if she's taking time to talk about Batman versus Superman. Hey, right l- now. I'm just saying. Listen, I, I felt like there's a lot of weaknesses in that film too. Yes. For chief and foremost, Lex Luthor. Oh my gosh, please. Yeah. Somebody, please help! Help me! Help me! Help me! The extended edition. It However, yes, makes him a little less stupid. It, it it shows that there's a plan to some extent, but there's still just the the way that he is played by Jesse Eisenberg, which is I don't know if that was his choice or if that was the director's choice, but um, I long for Gene Hackman. Absolutely, and like, please, who who else could have been cast in this? Role? I long for Michael Rosenbaum. Of Smallville days. Boy, he would have been great. 
There Can you someone go. please reach out to Zack Snyder <laughs> and do a Lex Luthor clone thing and then a Moita and then we get a good Lex Luthor in A there. good Lex Luthor in. Um, a good bad Lex Luthor. Anyway. So Batman vs. Superman does have a lot of issues. It does. And if it, if it had been not the extended edition, it very well could have been the week for me. Mm. Um, but, I, but I will say overall there is somebody... That does come in and like put that lasso of truth right on it and save it from yes. death. And that is Wonder Woman. Yeah. And this is where we see her and experience that theme. Speaking of that themes theme. and scores. Oh, man. Yeah. Yes. The second it comes on, it, you just feel relief and joy and glee and mm-hmm. all of those things. And for some reason, it just, they have... Like that, that is the golden whatever. Right. In they were DC s- right now. They were so wise for all of the problems of that film. They were so wise to get her in there. And you, you walk away thinking, man, I wish there'd been more of her. But at the same time, it's kind of perfect that you get as little as you do. It's a great tease that doesn't really necessarily even feel like a tease. It feels like a an introduction that's going to lead to better things. Um, yeah, she's phenomenal, and we could talk about Gal Gadot and her performance, uh, and we will. Wonder probably. Woman! Um, she's great. I like Batfleck. I like Ben Affleck in this role, especially in Batman versus Superman. I feel like that man, if nothing else, physically... Gave Holy everything. Smokes. Holy smokes. Like, oh my goodness gracious. Um, and he was smart too because he's coming up after Christian Bale. And Christian Bale physically was transformed in that part. And gave an amazing performance that I think we can all agree is is up there in the tippy tops of, of Batman. But uh, Affleck, Affleck goes, he commits. He And he... He makes the part his own. He makes it different. Um, and I accepted him. I did not have a problem with his performance. And I... Um, I just didn't care. See, I I actually did. Um, and people gripe about the Martha moment. I actually thought that was a fine thing. It, it actually made sense to me. Um, but his reaction, though, was tantamount to um, the end of... What is the name of Revenge it? Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, is that? Yes. Yeah. Yes, and she dies, Padme dies, and he's like, no. And it's such an emotional moment, but for some reason you end up laughing. I mean, that that's, to me, See, that's I, like number two behind that, I that don't, Martha moment. I don't laugh. And the reason I don't laugh is because of the thing that when I first saw the movie, I griped about. I was like, do we have to watch his parents die again? And But we did. Because we needed that through line, that emotional connection. We needed to see the source of his dysfunction and how this Batman identity is so tied up in his parents, but I think in his mother in particular. And then for her name to be uttered in this moment where he's really kind of giving up his cause. He's compromising himself uh, in a way and... Uh, for her name to have been this trigger, I think actually makes sense. Psychologically, it makes sense. Psychologically, it makes that, sense, and that's just fine. But it's still, to me, it was felt like no. Where it's like it's supposed to have this emotional resonance, but you end up laughing just a little bit. It's a little bit 
like like a cartoon. What's I, going on here? I can see your point. Doomsday is wasted in this film. Doomsday, the big baddie. Um, Doomsday is iconic. If you're a comic book nerd, Doomsday kills Superman in the comic books. But Doomsday in the comic books is absolutely terrifying. Doomsday kills or disables every single superhero in the entire DC universe. Yikes. And then Bat and then Superman shows up and they fight to a draw. They literally kill each other. And so this gives you like well. a super duper compressed version of that where he could have been so much scarier and so much more um interesting quite frankly and the only reason you end up caring about this fight scene is because wonder woman is there and (laughs) superman dies but even that (laughs) you're even that felt see why why am i laughing when it should be it it felt so predictable and it was not it was and for all of these gripes and i am griping about this movie i actually like it i will happily watch it the extended edition okay. made it palatable. Yes. However, I will never say, holy smokes, I can't, I cannot abide Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. It was the wrong call. It was the wrong writing. And I, you know, as much as I did not like Henry Cavill at first, that, that was, the, that is the casting misstep. That yeah. is definitely the biggest is Jesse Eisenberg. And you know, it would be interesting to see if he as an actor and the director could make the character evolve into something that was more interesting and palatable if given time. They won't have to work on that, but I do have some thoughts about that. Let's talk about our, our, let's talk about our fleek. Yeah. Let's just, cause um, so we can actually talk about we it. Can. Let's open up that. So justice Boom. league is the fleek specifically the Snyder cut In the bonus features. We might discuss the Joss Whedon cut. A little bit more, but oh, we can. We'll 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 stick to this four-hour honker here. Delight, it is delightful, absolutely. It definitely deserves our on fleek crown one hundred times over, especially over those other two films. I mean, if anything, it makes those other two films look even worse because it's because it is so well done, and I mean. It makes them look worse and better at the same time because it's like, okay, it makes those things make sense. However, why didn't those films work? But you see, Man of Steel is better as a result of Batman versus Superman. And then Batman Batman versus Superman Superman is better better as a result of Justice League. And I, yeah, I agree with you, but still. And so if Justice League is as good as it is, it's almost like it's because Zack Snyder did whatever the heck he was doing he in those first He stepped on those movies. other two films. And so it's a eh. building. And so you almost kind of say to yourself, okay, um, they say they're not going to do two and three, but if these are truly building on each other and getting better, how good could three be, really? Uh, but the flip side of that is we've seen Man of Steel. How bad could three be? <laughs> Um, so I know I kind of think I'm kind of terrifying in a way they should leave it as it is because I just I just thought this this is a great like parting shot Mm -hmm. this is yes let let's get this these ideas out there is beautiful creative 
um, it fixed so many things from uh, the Whedon Justice League, flushed people out. And this is number one for me. I got a list of things that I liked about it. I love Cyborg yes. and his relationship with his dad and how that evolves. Um, I loved what they did with the Flash and how he comes into his own. I like I liked the acting from everyone. But thank you, thank you, Superman. They they did <laughs> him justice. Like this is justice like this is justice for Superman. Right. This finally and guys, you know how much Henry Cavill scares me. This this movie made me not feel that way anymore. And that Which was quite a feat a because a miracle. It is. Because he's he frightens me when he comes on camera. And I don't know why, but he does he does. Um but they did so much better with the Superman material that when he comes on the screen, I'm cheering. They got that right. I got that on all in all caps on my, uh, on my notes here. I I have to say maybe they gave, they did some kind of coaching with him. I don't know, (laughs) but they, the writing was good. The writing was excellent. And even Lex Luthor, I think somebody stepped in and said, Hey, tone it down. Right. Yo, well, I, I think from the minute they shaved his head, it was almost like, okay, the red hair's gone. Can we leave the crazy behind? He reminded me of Jim Carrey as the Riddler before he became the Riddler. That, that is not a Batman kind Forever. comparison. <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, that recently. Actually, I like that film, Batman Forever. I really do. And I bet you he did get some inspiration from that guy. I would not be but surprised. But Jim Carrey, hello, Jim Carrey is Lex Luthor? Yes. I would watch that. I would watch it. Interesting. Um, no, I, I agree um, with your points. I agree. You know, Henry Cavill has said from the beginning that he wanted to get to the point where Superman was Superman. I think he's always seen the character as not being quite fully formed, which is really interesting um, way for a person to kind of perceive their character. And so you do kind of get the idea that, okay, this is this is much closer to Superman as we know him in the broader iconic sense. Right. And so that's really nice. It's nice to see Wonder Woman, especially after Wonder Woman 84, become Wonder Woman again. <laughs> um, and not a lame sauce child's thing. Leaving it there. Just going okay. to purge I don't know. it out. But don't, no, let's not. Because then we're going to do a Wonder Woman 84 episode. I'm not talking about 84. <laughs> I promise. I promise. Um, no, I, I thought that her character was one of the weaker in the film. Really? Yeah. Her and Aquaman. Aquaman was Aquaman weak. Was, was laughable. Aquaman was, <laughs> let's take my shirt off. Can, hey, um, is there any reason why I could take my shirt off in this shot? <laughs> hey, you know what I could do? And we could I could take my shirt sing. off. We could have people sing and somebody could smell my shirt. Smell my shirt and go, <laughs> God, oh. <I'm, laughs> like, I mean, seriously. Uh, so strange. It is, it, is, it is strange. So bizarre. And, and it is awkward. Um, and, and like and, people, all the girls are like fanning themselves like, right. Woo, and like, I would do the same thing, sister. And I'm sitting there going, wait, what? What's going on? I'm sorry. I've never met. I have a wonderful wife. If she drops her sweater, I'm never going to pick it up and go. <laughs> like, 
That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what, never been what, what something kind of that's, that's going to go kids? on here. Um, maybe, you know, because you're stuck in like iceberg locked in place. You get a little that's weird. That's like the only eligible bachelor. Okay, maybe. All right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, not <laughs> I that know. he's not nice. He's, oh, holy yes. smokes. Handsome fella, Specimen. to be Specimen. sure. Um, not sniff worthy. <laughs> that's a little weird. Look, as much as I have a man crush on Sean Connery, that man could drop five sweaters. I ain't sniffing none of them. <laughs> um, I don't know. It depends on the cologne he's wearing. Maybe I'd sniff uh, it. Hey, maybe his cologne smelled really good. Jeez. Maybe his like. I like his, how we're trying to talk about mer- this four-hour epic, and now we're hung up on merman scent. Uh, merman <laughs> shirt removal. His so, merman scent is really strong. Uh, smells like uh, I love Old Alfred. Spice or something. I'm going to get back on track. I swear I am. I love Alfred. Um, Alfred is great. He's a, he is a strength. Alfred was great in He's Batman versus Superman as well. Um, and he continues to be great. Um, I love the chemistry between him and Ben Affleck. I think it's a really sweet relationship. And that that is the best part of Batfleck. Yeah. Is, is him and Alfred. Mm-hmm. And the back and forth that they have um, is really fun. I agree with Cyborg. I agree with super. I, like, I think you and I are on the same page. I think, and a lot of people will look at this movie and say four hours, but it. I don't even tend to think of it as a movie. I really think of it as like it's like a mini series. It's like a little mini series Justice League. It's even divided up into parts. Like in it, yeah, six. And the the last one I think is the longest one. Right. But it's the it's the one you want to stay in the longest yeah. too. But then there is that epilogue, like Boy, the, that epilogue. the Lord of the Rings level length epilogue. Right. If you haven't seen this film and you're wondering, do I get left hanging? You do get left hanging, but not in a way that um, I would lose sleep over if they never make another one. I feel like it leaves you hanging in the best possible way of there are possibilities. Things could happen, but not that things are about to happen, not that you're missing on something that's going to happen in the immediate future, but that something is out there in the horizon. And that feeling of possibility, you know, a lot of series don't end on a note of possibility. They end on a note of finality. And sometimes it's nice to just kind of get to spin it out in your own head and say, you know, this is what happened. On the other hand... They really should have ended the film with the Justice League just standing there all together unified for one second. Because DC is notoriously dark. Mm-hmm. It's notoriously dark. And like in comparison with Marvel, it's, it, it, you know, they're two separate very animals. Separate. Two very different animals. But, and that's, I feel like maybe more an event of an Avengers thing. But it was hugely satisfying to see them mm. all standing there together with the right. wind blowing everybody's hair and cape and la la la, and they're like all proud of themselves and they're together in unity and you know, peace for bad five unity. seconds for five seconds before Superman's <laughs> going crazy and destroying the whole world again. Um, but <laughs> but no, that that's a really nice moment. Well, and I also think because you brought up Marvel. And if we're going to contrast these two, Marvel is lighter, right? Marvel, you never see a character grab someone and smash their head 
into a wall and blood spatter out everywhere. Like you're not going to see that in a Marvel film. It's these are darker. They're more violent and they're more, they have, and maybe you'll balk at this phrasing, but there's more of an epic feel. And when I mean, when I say epic, I don't mean epic necessarily in scale. Cause obviously we got in game, but good grief. Too epic Wait a minute. for its own good. I mean, epic in the sense of like Greek God, tragedy drama you know we're not going to have too much laughing going on here we're going to have some big deep dark stuff going on and that's going to be happening continuously and we're going to podcast about marvel versus dc because i'm about to hyperventilate over here a little bit um so (laughs) we'll have to pick this up another time i think but i i which is not me saying i prefer one over the other to be fair um, DC movies have been weaker. I, I think that's kind of inarguable. Um, Absolutely one, inarguable. So, and when I say DC movies, I'm specifically referring to Man of Steel forward. We're not bringing the Dark Knight trilogy in here because we ain't doing. Yeah, that. and we um, did. Hey, episode <laughs> or season one, we did the Nolan trilogy, right. and it was love fest. I believe we gave it around, ten out of ten. All around bats. If we were doing that at that point, I don't know. But if we weren't, we should have. Ten out of ten um, bats. So I'll say it now. Ten out of yeah. ten bats. So, but yeah, DC films have been weaker and all around. And yet, there's something about the potential of these characters and the future that might be there. That, um, especially Justice League, man, it opened things up in a way where I I kind of want to see more. But we're being told at this point that we probably won't see more. At least in that universe. Until the, the fans, you know, Until keep the making fans. the hashtags. So, and... But anyway, so let's, let's, we can fleet, let's rank Wait. this whole sucker. All right. So let's, uh, how many mother boxes does it get? Because <laughs> boy, they say mother box a the lot. The mother box, the mother box. Uh, the mother box. It, this mother thing box. got mother, mother beat boxed. Um, so how many mother boxes out of 10 do you give? These um, three films. I would give I would give Snyder by itself a nine, mm-hmm. um, but because of Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman, uh, all three together, it's got to be closer to like a five or six. Right. I would. I I'm sitting somewhere in the six ish, seven ish, so not too different from you. Mainly, Man of Steel is my drag. Batman versus Superman because of the extended version. I give it so much more grace and credit. Um, but yeah, Man of Steel drags this down. Um, you really, just for the record, if you've never seen these, you don't even have to watch Man of Steel. You can start at Batman versus Superman. It's going to be okay. Don't watch Batman versus Superman. You can, you can start there. All you got to Watch know, Justice League. Watch Justice League. And then watch Superman and or Man of Steel. And all then you watch need Batman to know really is Batman, watch Superman, smashy smash things. Batman get angry. I mean, a caveman could explain. Hulk smash. Yeah, we're good. Um, No, seriously. um, Watch Justice League. Personally, watch Batman vs. Superman Extended Edition. Maybe skip Man of Steel. Watch Justice League again. Yes, do that. 